Hello, and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. As an empowerment consultant, author, and international speaker, it is my heart's desire to help you define and refine your best self. Ditch the senseless hustle you deal with, find your focus, and ultimately build a life you are fired up to live out loud on purpose and on your own terms. Lioness, put your seatbelt on if you dare. Get ready to fill your soul tank with weekly affirmations, take your life to 11 with each thought-provoking moment, and spark that beautiful flame of inspiration by listening to the Moxie Chats with magnificent women sharing their signature sass, Moxie, and fire. Are you ready to open, ignite, and nurture your mind, heart, and soul? Grab your favorite beverage and let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. It's time for another Moxie Chat. And on today's episode, I'm talking with a fierce, fiery, fantastic lioness, Ms. Kelly Resendez. Now, Kelly has more than 20 years of professional growth and success in the mortgage industry. She's a top producing mortgage originator and loan consultant for the likes of Washington Mutual and Wells Fargo. Now she serves as the Executive Vice President of Sales and Business Development for Paramount Partners Group, a residential mortgage lending company. Kelly is also the founder of Big Voices Rise, where she is a speaker and author. And that's where a lot of our conversation is going to be today. She does focus daily on creating more joy and becoming the best person she can be. Are you ready to meet Kelly? Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. I am super excited to introduce all of my feisty Fire Up community members to the fabulous Kelly Resendez. Welcome to the Fire Up, your Moxie series, Kelly. Hi, Deborah. I am so excited to be here with you. Yes, I was actually trying to think earlier, like I think the first time we met in person was at a women's council event. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I feel like it might have been California State event. I think so, down in Monterey. Yeah, it was either Monterey or Sacramento at one of like yeah. the leg day events. Anyways, so we have lots of amazing, powerful, feisty, zany women in common, and they are going to be so excited to get a chance to hear a little bit more about you. You know, especially when we meet people at conferences, we don't really get to dive in and have deeper conversations. Most of the time it's a quick hug and maybe five minutes of quick catch up and then we're off. So um, I'm looking forward to getting to know you better today and to sharing uh, more of my heart on what you're doing as well with the community. So I would love to talk about a couple of these questions that everyone always loves. And the first one is, how do you, Kelly, define success? You know, success is, number one, it's changed so many times over the course of the last 20 years. I was an overachiever and workaholic for a really long time. So success used to just be how much I achieved or how much I was prospering. And over the course of my journey, it really has just come to a place where success is really just about impacting the lives of other people by helping them increase their joy, regardless of any suffering or circumstances that they're going through. A lot of times we think that it's or, it's either I can have joy or, you know, be struggling. And it really is something that I love teaching people that you can do it simultaneously. And so 
success is, is really simple. Like, did I make an impact in somebody's life today? So fortunately, I feel successful the majority of the time. I love that. I was actually in one of my Bible plans last night. I was reading, I'm doing this kind of 21 day fast with my girls and we're using one of the Bible apps plans, you know, and there was a whole yesterday's or last night's message was on joy. And, and I'm right there with you that I think joy is in the light and it's in the dark. And so it's such a beautiful journey to be on when you can see joy in both sides of that. And when you can see that everything changes. I mean, today, what my circumstances today, will it will not be the same tomorrow. Something will be different. So that darkness, there's always an end to it. <laughs> always. It's, I think always. that does come with age. I also think it comes with, with experience. You know, when you can look back and see how faithful that journey really is and how yeah. you always do come out of those valleys. And so I think that's just such a a beautiful, profound, honorable way to describe success. So thank you so much for sharing. How about something fun about you? Like what is one of the things that people would be surprised to know about you? Now I know everybody heard in the bio, you've got a lot of hats, right? Like you wear a lot of hats. (laughs) So what's one thing that people would be surprised to know about you along the way? Well, there's a couple things I would say. Number one, I am such a disciplined person that part of my affirmations includes that I am fun and adventurous. A lot of times people think that it's normally the opposite that you have to, you know, plan for and really be intentional about. But for myself, I am just so purpose driven that I have to constantly remind myself to be adventurous and have some fun and be a little bit more silly. And then the other aspect just on a, on a more fun side is just like, I love fishing which most people would never look at me. You know, I'm somebody that lives in an urban area and and whatnot, but I love fishing and it is my thing to do. So I always tell people, if, if you can't find me at some point and I go off my rails, that's probably where I am is running a fishing charter down in Cabo. I love that. Now, I wouldn't say I've fished in Cabo, but my husband and I always go uh, on our, we have at least a week each year where we go stay somewhere at an Airbnb vacation property somewhere where we're right on the lake so that we can fish. I think it is one of the most amazing soul tank activities there is because you cannot do anything else while you know. (laughs) And you've completely relinquished control. Like there is nothing that you can really do that's going to make a difference. It's just, you know, for me being very faith-based as well, Deborah, it's just a, it's a God thing. It's like, if God wants me to catch fish today, I'm going to catch some fish. If I just need to catch some peaceful moments out on the water where I can find gratitude in that, then that's what I'm going to catch today. When you say fishing versus catching, there is a huge difference. And anybody <laughs> yes. who, who calls themselves a fisherman, they totally get it. <laughs> yes. You are absolutely right there. You cannot game fishing unless you actually feed a lake yourself. And that's cheap. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> how about a habit you're trying to build? Yeah, probably my biggest habit this last six months that I've been trying to work on is is being more intentional about how many meals I either eat at home or bring to work with me. It's so easy for us being busy at work and, and living a full life just to you know, have to run and grab something. And, and a lot of times we just aren't as healthy as we would be 
if yeah. we bring our own lunch. So that's been a major focus for me. And I'm all about habit building. I just did a mastermind this morning on it. And just, you know, the power of habit is so important for us to acknowledge and, yes. and recognize that that's just really what defines the quality of our life or the habits that we commit to. That's so true. And I think that for so long as kids in particular, but as we grow up even into adulthood, you know, when you hear the word habit, it sounds like it's a bad thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. even yeah. saying, oh yeah, powerful habits, but you're like, but that's something I got to do. And yeah, I think that habits are so synonymous with success and they're very similar in how once you've experienced the joy and the success of building a true habit, like you want to do it again. And it's the same with success. Once you experience success, once you have, you know, slayed a goal or, or tamed a dragon along the way, you're like, okay, I can do this. I want, I want more now. And so for anybody who's listening, who's thinking like, just habits elude me. I always tell people start with something small, like start with drinking at least one more glass of water a day and yeah. see how much better you feel because you have to taste it, right? Like yeah. you have to experience the goodness in the work that you're putting in because we're just crazy creatures that way. <laughs> like, yeah. Why well, I always look at the opposite, right? Well, more women are experiencing burnout today than we ever had before. And it's right. because of the amount of energy that it's taking to live the lives at the level that we do. And our brains get fatigued. And the way that we take some of that fatigue off of our brain is to create more powerful habits so that it doesn't have to work as hard. And, yeah. you know, I'm grateful for some of my teachers in this area. You know, Brendan Bouchard, amazing researcher and trainer in that world. And really when you understand the power of habit and how our brain works yeah. and just how easy it is to be able to do that. And for those of you that are in real estate that are on the call, I think the reason why habits are so hard to form in real estate is that we don't really understand the reward of everything that we're doing. Yeah. You know, the level of rejection is so high. We might need to have 95 conversations before we get a few people to, to commit to talking to us. And so we don't have enough reward. We've got to actually create the reward. So it should be, if I make my calls, if I do this, then I'm going to go get a massage because I'm in control of that. Right. That's such a good word. Well, and I think that, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur in the real estate space or you've got a side hustle going, you know, the last couple of years, there's been so much conversation and really bridge conversations about having a side hustle or a second job or, you know, in my world, it's women build their kingdoms from the couch the car, a cubicle yeah. and a corner office, right? And yeah. and some of them do all of those areas and some of them do one and they go deep in one area. And in order to be able to do all of those things and create a space in your home that is welcoming, regardless of if it's you alone or you with other people, it's so important. It goes right along with that. Like having in your space and on your calendar time for you to recharge and to care for yourself and to really create that type of a consistent experience every day. If you don't use the word habit, you don't have to use the word habit. Use something else. You know, my rituals. <laughs> like It doesn't matter. Yeah. Find a word that works for you. But yeah, building that. And so many of my conversations in the last 18 months with women have been about 
this exact thing, right? Like I need to take better control over what I can control and release the anxiety over the things that I just can't. Like you can't control what somebody says on the other end of a phone call, but you can control how you treat yourself after those phone calls are done. <laughs> right. That's right. so beautiful. Um, you know, a fun, a fun one that uh, we've added to the podcast questions in the last few months is what does a perfect day look like for Kelly? Like what does, what do you just, hmm, when you wake up, you think, oh my gosh, this is the perfect day because fill in the blank. Yeah. So I would definitely say, you know, I am a creature of habit. Definitely. I have a lot of rituals that I do, but I would wake up, have tea, which I love, absolutely love. And it's actually one of my consequences that I use when I don't follow through on my goals for the week is I, I do restrict myself from having it, but I do my morning rituals. So, you know, self-care, my emotional and physical well-being are at the top of my priority list. So I always do my morning rituals in the morning and then I write. And that's really when I get creative and I'm able to be in peak state to be able to do that. And then I'd spend the day with my kids doing something adventurous, you know, going out on the water, maybe doing some deep sea fishing and really just making sure that I'm feeding my soul. I mean, I love my job as well, but you described a perfect day and, you know, my kids are 13 and 15 and it's so fun with them now. And I feel like it's going to go by in a minute that yeah. that would definitely be how I would choose to spend my day. I love that. And I love again that the, the golden thread of water comes right back, right? Yeah. So. There are mountain people, there are water people, you know, there are snow people, there are warm weather people. Like I think knowing that about yourself is so important because most of us can get where we need to get to fill that need at some point during the year. And others who, especially when you live on the West Coast, you can kind of, most of us are within four hours of all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and for sure. Was a, huge blessing and and our weather is a bit more mild than our our sisters and brothers on the east coast yeah. Um, yeah and if anyone knows anything about blue zones i mean it really is proven they have statistically proven that the happiness factor goes up the closer to water and mountains you are yeah isn't that beautiful it I just is love that. i think we as humans are starting to kind of come back around the pendulum is swinging a bit more towards the, the middle and maybe even a little bit towards the left on things like that. Like just taking more time for ourselves. Um, yeah. You know, let's buy a farm, you know, let's grow our food. <laughs> like just these really interesting conversations that are circling around people wanting to simplify things a little bit, get connected to nature again a little bit more. And, and I think that, you know, when, when things are good, I think it's easy to start thinking that way, right? Like life is good. I don't need to stress out about mm -hmm. finances. You know, I can dream a little bit. I think that the beauty of, of times like now when things are going well is it's just remember that the, that will change. And, you know, so just put a little away so that when things change that you can still get away to the mountains or get away to the water. And yes. that's really when our bodies and our souls and our minds and our spirits need it the most. Yes. And that's usually when we hold it back from ourselves the most. Psst. Yes, you. Are you tired of wasting your precious time at networking events where your ideal connections are not even in the room? Ready to crush the fear of missing out when you decline an invitation? Head on over to debratrapin.com slash mini course and sign up for my next free mini moxie course. Once you sign up, 
it will automatically be delivered to you on launch day 1111. Again, visit debratrapin.com slash mini course and get ready to fire up your networking this holiday season and beyond. And now back to our Moxilicious conversation. So what are you currently working on right now? Like when you get up and write or when you are in that creative space, what are you writing or launching? What's going on? Yeah. So right now, in addition, you know, I've got two blogs. So I have two writing and speaking platforms. One is called Foundation to Sustainable Success. And the other one is Big Voices. So I've got to get my blogs done every single week. But then I just started a new book. Um, that I'm working on. And it's funny that you use the word pendulum because it is going to be called pendulum. And it oh, really just, it I is, didn't know that really. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just finding a way to get a little bit more harmony in the middle. You know, so many of us, you know, start the year off with the best of intentions and we might swing and our activities just spike and then we just can't sustain them. And so then we swing the opposite way. And, you know, my personal growth journey is going on about 20 years now. And there's just some predictable things that we can watch out for. So I'm going to, you know, really study some of the people that have gone before us and learn some of these lessons and have really found a great equilibrium in their life that they can exist at with achievement and alignment at the same time. That's beautiful. You know, I was actually just having a conversation with one of my uh, besties who, who was part of the, the fasting crew. And yeah. I was saying, you know, like most people in society now take fasting. It's, it's like they almost take it like a diet, right? They're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to give up carbs or like I'm going to skip breakfast or like, and that to me, that just doesn't resonate to me anymore as far as fasting going because food is so accessible and our connection with food is for the most part, for most people is slightly bent. And so, I mean, I can get food when I need it and when I want it versus, you know, biblical days when I was a little bit more difficult. Um, And so for me, you know, fasting has turned into, you know, like taking screen time or Mm -hmm. replacing an hour of work with abiding time or reading time, something that I know is, is really going to make a difference and create quiet time. For me, yeah. and with the, with the faith forward, it's really I, abiding with God is huge in my success. Yeah. When I when I look back at the times where I was like, "This is all me. I'm doing it myself." Like <laughs> yeah, that, that's when I fell on my tissue the hardest, and and yeah. so I learned those lessons. And and so this we're in this 21 day fast, and so for the last two, um, we started on Friday. So Friday will be kind of the the one week mark, and it's like I can. I already feel like in this, in this particular fast of, of screen time, like my evening screen time is completely about abiding. It, I'm already like, this is already a, a habit. I'm so excited to just infuse for the rest of the year. Like nothing secular whatsoever. No Facebook, no email. And it's so interesting how when you don't tell yourself, I'm going to do this big thing and yeah. you just, Again, it's that taste, the flavor of the difference it can make in your life. So if anyone is listening and thinking, gosh, you know, how do I get started? I just always say, start easy here, right? Start with seven days, start with 21 days. I'm sure you, as you're 
learning and studying the experts on this, the pendulum concept, you know, the it's the 63 days to build a true habit. And, you know, most people say things like, oh, it's 20 days or 21 days. I'm like, no, like that's why so many people give up because they think, well, gosh, this is not easy yet. And it's been 21 days. Right. Uh, so, and, and a lot of it is our mind, you know, our mindset, our minds are so freaking powerful. If we just stop telling ourselves that we can't do something, if we just stop telling ourselves in general, if we can or can't and just do, it's amazing what we can accomplish, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, I mean, just with, with this pendulum effect, I just think too many people ask themselves how they feel before they take action. And that's, Mm. that's the one thing I tell people, if you want to remove anything, just quit asking yourself if you feel like it, because I don't feel like eating kale. I don't feel like going to the gym all the time. I don't feel like making my calls. I don't feel like getting my words in all of the time, but I just choose not to ask myself anymore. And that's where people have got to get away from that. Like we can create whatever possibility for our life that we choose when we make that commitment. And whether it is fasting or creating habits or or whatever it is that we need to do to be able to do that, it is overriding our thoughts and emotions. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. And and that concept of feeling before they take action, I... It's so huge and yeah. it's easy to fall back into that. And so that's why the, you know, taking it in, you know, snackable moments in our lives and just yeah. saying, I'm going to tackle this one thing instead of trying to do 12 New Year's resolutions. How about focus on one thing and nail it, slay that yeah. dragon, you know, yeah. whatever word you want to use and feel it and experience it. And I know that you work a lot with clients on identifying like the self-sabotage and overthinking patterns. Is that something that is going to be, I know that you've got a course coming out and yeah. now, is it an e-course or is it something you're teaching live? Like how, like, let's talk about it that a, a little bit. Yeah. It's a video training course and it's oh, okay. a seven week program okay. that is designed to help women write a new story. And so this is for somebody that wants to increase their confidence, overcome self-sabotage, learn how to think a little differently. You know, I'm a very type A person. So even though I was an achiever, you know, I still am am achievement focused. It just doesn't consume me in the same way that it did before. And I had to learn how to become more present while I was driving in the personality that God gave me. And so it's one of those courses that's really designed. I mean, it's, it's a great course that just takes you through creating the vision for your life, getting your goals done, you know, some lessons on that. You know, so many women, part of the challenge that we have is that almost 99% of the goal planning platforms that are out there are all on doing and our feminine power is about being. And so we've got to distribute our goals a little bit better around, you know, what type of experience we want to have in our life. And so I talk a lot about feminine versus masculine in there. And, and then also, you know, I go through an emotional trigger management plan Mm. that I coach on as well because so many of us you know I I just heard the statistic the other day that talked about the fact that the average person in the United States is watching 13 years of their life in television 
Um, oh my goodness. We are craving mindlessness. You know, when some of us are so fatigued, we want to go just be mindless. And that's what we do when we hop on Facebook for too long or watch TV. And, you know, binge watching has become a hobby or a sport, it seems, for many people now. They do it so well. We've got to just back away from that and understand it's because we haven't managed our energy accordingly. Like we should go home from work and still be full, but you know, too many of us have masks on and aren't really in our highest and authentic power. So it's exhausting. It's going to be exhausting if you don't know how to manage your productivity. And so I do teach people in there just because I want people to write a story that they're exploding with energy and creativity and they feel fantastic about their life and they're not turning around every day and just complaining about everything that's in it. Oh, so good. So is the course live now? Is it launching now? And where can the Fire Up community find that? Yeah, you can just find it at bigvoicesrise.com. Awesome. In the program section, got lots of goodies for you there. You can sign up for the blog there as well. And tons of free resources that we've got for you along with the book, Big Voices, that's available on Amazon. Excellent. And I'll be sure to include all of those links inside the show notes on the blog for sure. So that makes it easy as a click, click, click. Uh, Any goodies for the Fire Up community if they click? Of course for you, Deborah. They actually have to email me. So I'm going to have you email me at kelly at kellyresendez.com. So pretty darn easy there for you. And we'll get you out a deliverable free chapter download, you know, a stress reduction video. I'm really big priority for me this year is teaching people how to experience life with lower levels of stress. And it's absolutely possible to do, but you got to put some work into it as well. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I'm so appreciative of that. So um, before we go, two more questions. The first is, what does Moxie mean to Kelly? Ah, Moxie, (laughs) this was a good one for me when you sent this over because I really had to put a lot of thought into it. And it really just means that truly in your soul, like in your soul, not the face that you put on Facebook or Instagram or at work when people are around, but it really is this internal feeling that you are fired up about life and feel alive and meaningful every single morning that you wake up. And that really is what Moxie means to me because, I mean, that's what we should be craving and striving towards so that we do feel that way because I can't even imagine the impact that all of us would make in the world if we showed up that way. You know, when we got our coffee or our jobs or other places, it would just be infectious and people would want to know more about what we're doing to be able to create that for ourselves. Amen. Well, you know, I agree with everything you just said. That is the mission. And, you know, there's the secular mission and then there is that really divine side of the mission, which is to shine so brightly that people are curious about like, what the heck is going on with Kelly? Like, why is she skipping to get her coffee? I want to know more. And I think that everything that we're talking about, you know, self-care, you know, crushing self-sabotage and limiting beliefs, um, that's all super important. Stepping into, you know, who we are as our, our greatest and best selves, knowing what we value, knowing what our purpose is. All of these things are totally in our control. 
We don't have to depend on anyone else to do any of those things. Yes. I think that's one of the most exciting parts about what you do in your practice and what I do in the fire practice is that it's really reminding these amazing, you know, women and bold men who lean in for our conversations that they have the power right inside them. You know, they don't need ruby slippers that yep. it's right there with them the whole time. And I love the looks on their faces. Don't you? <laughs> The sound of their voice when they're like, oh my goodness, like this is the life I always thought I could live, mm-hmm. but I really was just not sure how to ever get there. And I am so honored that you joined us today. I'm so thankful that you spoke into and over the Fire Up community. I know lives will be enhanced and changed by our conversation today. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much. If you had one last thing that you could say to the listeners, what would it be? You know, I mean, to be honest with you, it is just that you can create. I mean, and again, it's just create the life that you can imagine for yourself. And so many of us feel like we are a victim of how we were raised or the opportunities that we were given. But at any moment, you can choose to write a new story. And if you surrender and start to let go of some of the masculine masks that so many of us have put on, you will experience life in a completely different realm. I mean, I am blessed. It took falling to my knees before I was lifted up. And I praise Jesus every single day for that, that he showed me the way and he showed me the wisdom that have brought, you know, brought me to this place. And I do a lot of work in the secular world along with the faith-based world as well. And no matter where you are in life, we know what blocks hold us back and loneliness is one of them. And so connect with people like Deborah who can make a massive impact in your life. We've got to pull a lot of these things from the darkness and be vulnerable enough to ask for help. So beautiful. Well, thank you again, Kelly, for joining me today on the show. I will make sure that all of the links that you can get connected with Kelly on Facebook, on her website, will get you the information for the course all of the goodies we talked about so that all of you can get connected to Kelly and really take the next 12 months and beyond to the next level. So again, thank you so much for being with me, Kelly. I appreciate it. And I look forward to our next chat. Maybe in the next like six or seven months to find out how the new course is going. How does that sound? I would love it. And thank you so much for everything that you do to support others as well. You bet. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today for a divine dose of truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie, and fire. Want more information on what we talked about today? You'll find the show notes and links over on my website, debratrabin.com. Search the podcast title and voila! If you enjoyed the show today, please hit subscribe, click those stars to rate me, and leave a review. Oh, and Don't keep the show a secret. Pretty please, share it with your friends too, okay? Lioness, I am praying you enjoy living your best life out loud, on purpose, and on your own terms. As always, keep your eyes open for moments you can engage, elevate, and empower your world.